Hello and welcome to the Spiritual Fitness Podcast, the show that exercises your spirit through the Word of God. I'm your host, Daniel Lyle, and today we're going to be talking about the book of Deuteronomy chapter 15. We'll discuss the ins and the outs of the cancellation of debts according to the Bible and offer listeners some biblical wisdom. Be sure to listen all the way through for that spiritual breakthrough. And now your host, D-Lyle. According to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 15, God has a system for people that have had a hard time repaying their debts. There's a timestamp on when debts were to be paid and when debts were to be forgiven. This timestamp, it exists because there's a class of people that could not afford to sustain life in the land in which they were given. Some people actually receive lesser portions of the inheritance of what life had to offer. This class of people are known as the poor. They always have been and always will be known as the poor. God said there will always be poor amongst us. And some people were actually blessed with more just so that they can actually help this very group of people that has less. Let's get right into it. The book of Deuteronomy chapter 15. We're going to start in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 15 verse 1 in the King James Version. And then I'm going to go over to the New International Version. And the reason why I go between the two books is because I want to translate exactly what it is being stated in the first uh, book that we're reading, which is the King James Version. So when you read Deuteronomy chapter 15 verse 1, it reads like this. At the end of every seven years, there shall thou shalt make a release. And this is the manner of the release. Every creditor that lendeth ought unto his neighbor shall release it. He shall not exact it of his neighbor or of his brother because it is called the Lord's release. Of a foreigner thou mayest exact it again, but that which is thine with thy brother, thine, thine hand shall release it. Now, when you go into NIV, it says, at the end of every seven years, you must cancel debts. This is how it is to be done. Every creditor shall cancel any loan they have made to a fellow Israelite. They shall not require payment from anyone among their own people because the Lord's time for canceling debts has been proclaimed. You may require payment from a foreigner, but you must cancel any debt your fellow Israelite owes you. When you read verse 4, it lets you know that there's going to come a time where there's going to be no poor amongst us. But as long as there is a poor amongst us, then we should have that this law will remain in effect. So when you read verse 4, it says, However, there need be no poor among you, for the land the Lord your God is giving you to possess as your inheritance, he will richly bless you. See, we're not in that time yet. We don't have the land. So there is going to always be poor amongst us as long as, we, long as we don't have the inheritance. That is the reason why the law of canceling debts exists. And because we're in the situation now where we don't have land, we don't have an inheritance, 
The law of canceling debts is in full effect here in the United States of America. And the reason, so I call this particular topic, my fellow Americans, you've been duped. Because we, we tend to think that they're doing us a favor by dropping off the credit report after seven years. And, but the truth is, they actually got it from the word of God. This is known as the God's law for canceling debts. When you look at your credit report, you know, every seven years, whatever negative change, negative responses you have or inquiries you have on there is supposed to drop off, right? Uh, when, you, when you file for bankruptcy, the average bankruptcy lasts for, what, seven years before it actually drops off. The reason why that exists is because of the word of God. Every seven years is known as the year of cancellation. So once that seven-year term is up, it is supposed to drop off. That is what the year of canceling debts is all about. Don't get me wrong. We are supposed to pay our debts. In fact, if you go to Book of Romans, chapter 13, verse 7, it says to give to everyone what you owe them. If you owe taxes, pay taxes. If revenue, then revenue. If respect, then respect. If honor, then honor. But at the same token, if you read verse 8, it tells you to let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another. For whoever loves one another has fulfilled the law. And the reason why... God said, don't let any debts remain outstanding because when you are in that position that of, of being a debt, uh, being a creditor, you know, you, you have the abundance, you have the abundance to help people who does not, who does not have, you know, but the person that borrowed, they're supposed to pay you back. You know, that's, that's, that's what the word is. And that's why we say we're borrowing, you know, we're borrowing when you borrow something, you you, you see something with the intent of giving it back, you know? So we're supposed to be paying back the debts that we have, especially if we ask to borrow something. You know, that's when, you know, when you ask to borrow money, you're supposed to pay that money back. You know, so don't get me wrong when I say, when I'm talking about the law of canceling debts, but it's all, it's all in the cycle, you know, because sometimes things come up where we're not able to, cap, you know, to pay back the debts. You know, we may not be able to afford it or something may, we may have a, a, a spell of misfortune. So, you know, there's going to be, a, there's certain step, certain issues that will cause you not to be able to pay back the debts, especially in a timely manner. But the thing is, is that we're not supposed to leave these debts outstanding. That's why the law of canceling debts exists. So don't think that because I'm telling you that there's a there's a reason for the law of canceling debts. And I'm telling you to borrow as much money as you can borrow from whoever you borrow from and never pay it back. Because that's not what I'm saying. Pay back your debts. If you have debts, pay it back. You know, if you can do the, if you can do so. But if you are one of the people that have the abundance to to lend out money, you know, if that time frame comes to which the money, you know, the, the canceling debts time frame comes, you know, cancel the debts because that's what the word of God is asking you to do. By doing this, you are automatically fulfilling the law because you are allowing 
the love that you have for others to stand forth in this particular situation. You know, because you know how the rule, the saying goes, money is the ruler of all evil, but it's not. It's the love of money that's the ruler of all evil. So if you love the money and the fact that somebody owes you more than you actually love the person, then yeah, you're not going to forgive them for their debts. And that could draw blood in the long run. So, you know, you definitely want to, you know, do the things that you can do to fulfill the law. So if someone hasn't paid you back in seven years and they are amongst you and they're your brothers, you know, go ahead and forgive their debts. That brings me back to America. The reason why I call this my fellow Americans. Do you really think that the stimulus packages that they are distributing at this moment in time are for naught? Do you really think that they're doing these things because they don't want you, I mean, they, they don't want you to suffer during this, during this pandemic? Or do you think they're doing this because they have a different agenda, a different motive? Let's go to the book of Ecclesiastes real quick here, and then we'll jump right back into the book of Deuteronomy since that's where we're, where we're teaching from today. So we're going to jump to the book of Ecclesiastes, the third chapter, and we'll start at verse 1. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heaven. Skip down to verse 9. It says, what has been will be again. What has been done will be done again. There is nothing new under the sun. Again, my question is to you. Do you believe that these stimulus checks and these payouts are because they don't want you to struggle during this pandemic? Do you believe that it's a new thing? It is a well-known fact that black people here in America served as slaves here in America for well over 400 years. And I found it interesting that in Deuteronomy chapter 15, when you ask, there's a passage that talks about the freeing of the slaves. I want to get into that right now. And you can draw your own conclusion. I'm going to tell you what I feel, but you can draw your own conclusion on this. So let's start at the book of Deuteronomy chapter 15. We'll start at verse 12. And I'm reading out of the New International Version. Deuteronomy 15 and 12, it says, If any of your people, Hebrew men or women, sell themselves to you and serve you six years in the seventh year, you must let them go free. And when you release them, do not send them away empty-handed. Supply them liberally from your flock, your threshing floor, and your wine press. Give to them as the Lord your God has blessed you. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt and that and the Lord your God redeemed you. That is why I give you this command today.
Did y'all read that? Did y'all get that? It says right here that in the seventh year, you must let them go free. Now, mind you, we were slaves here for over 400 years in 2019 was our was the acknowledgement of the 400 years from 1619 to 2019 was the world the world acknowledged that that 400 years was up so we're in a time period where that time of slavery is up now it's been up mind you but if we're looking at that 400 years that was prophesied in Genesis to Abraham to now that 400 years actually expired in 2019 but have we been released from that slavery have we been released to go back to the land because if you read this it says here it says if any of your people Hebrew men or women sell themselves to you and serve you for six years in the seventh year, you must let them go free. And when you release them, do not send them away empty-handed. Supply them liberally from your flock, your threshing floor, and your wine press. Give to them as the Lord has blessed you. Ironically, the pandemic began in 2019. Ironically, they didn't call it the pandemic in 2019. They said it was flu season or it was a deadly flu season, but there was more people dying from this disease than a lot of people knew at that time. And now that we're in the year 2021, a lot of people have been looking back at 2020 and like, man, that, that pandemic, that coronavirus is here way before 2020. It's called COVID-19 for a reason, people. These stimulus packages are their way of giving us something. It's not because they care about us. It's their way of giving us something. Think about the amounts that they gave us. What, what, what are we going to do with those amounts? They gave us 600 in December, 400 a few months before that. Or maybe 300. I can't remember what it was. But months before that. And now they're giving us 1400 What are you going to do with 1400 I mean, there's a lot when you add in, when you factor in all of the intangibles. You know, so they're giving you a lot. But at the same time, they're not giving you enough. If you understand where I'm coming from. But if you recall how the mindsets were during that time of the Israelites. They didn't want to go back or they always wanted to go back to Egypt because they didn't know what was out there in the wilderness. And they always thought that God was going to kill them in the wilderness. And after being here for over 400 years, we have that same mindset today that there's nothing better than America. Where are we going to go when we leave here? When you set us free, what are we going to do? Which leads me to verse number 16. But if your servant says to you, I do not want to leave you. 
because he loves you and your family and is well off with you. God bless America. I love America. There's no place like America. Then take it all and push it through this through his earlobe in the door, into the door, and he will become your servant for life. Do the same for your female servant. Do not consider it a hardship to set your servant free because the service to you these six years has been worth twice as much as that of a hired hand. And the Lord your God will bless you in everything you do. The service that we have done here in America is worth twice as much than what they were able to do for themselves. Understand that. They don't want to let you leave America. That is why they have done so much to make sure you thought that America was the best place to be. But this is not our home. The government wants to be God. Slavery is going to continue to exist because we're not trying to leave America and go anywhere else. Look at what's going on everywhere else. Our homelands are desolate and war-stricken. Over here in America, we're fighting amongst each other. We're fighting our police officers. But nobody's really forcing us to do any of these things. We're not desolate. We're not struggling like they're struggling, even though we're struggling. Because it's not our home. So who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles, according to Psalms 103.5? It's done right here in America. The government is doing that with the stimulus checks and all the benefits that they're throwing at us and giving us and handing us and making it sound like it's so, so good for us and the American people and the American economy. Only thing I can think of is how did a one point how did one point nine trillion dollars get approved to be utilized for this stimulation of the economy if we're twice that amount in debt? But I can't go to the bank with a bad credit score and get a loan to start a business. Does that make any sense to you? America's got jokes, y'all. America's got jokes. The government could be approved three times for multi-billions and trillions of dollars when they're supposedly in debt. But you can't go get approved to start a business if you got bad credit or if you owe student loans. Doesn't make sense. And it's not supposed to make sense. It was set up 
for you to feel like this is the only place to be. It was set up for you to feel like this is the only place for you to live. It was set up for you to feel like there's no place like America. And why? The reason is simple. They know our work. They know your work. And in order for America to continue to be what it is, we have to continue to do what we're doing. Well, that's all for today's episode of the Spiritual Fitness Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Join us again next week and make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. Plus, if you have not done so, like our Facebook page, Spiritual Fitness. This is Daniel Lyle, bringing you the spiritual workout of the week filled with spiritual burpees, push-ups, squats, and deadlifts so that you can live the best version of yourself.